and the fantasy is that oh no it works out the real reality of it is that maybe it becomes a very abusive and toxic relationship that you might not be able to get out of if a boy is mean to you he likes you it's not cute for people to like see that happening in your relationship and see a guy just controlling you like that that was a bit controlling that's a show of character it should be a red flag it shouldn't be like oh i'm special it's this is how he treats people and eventually it's how he will treat me Um, I feel like one of the things that we do because we don't know the kind of love that we deserve as well sometimes we gaslight ourselves. Um, obviously, no, the person is gaslighting you, but you also gaslight yourself by insisting that this guy is going to change, wanting to save him, wanting to fix him and so on. Mm. And that's how you get to a point of saying, no, yeah, he hurt my feelings. Yeah, he cheated, but he made up for it. Yeah, he got me the roses. He got me Kevin's roses. So, you know, I'm okay. It's okay. Who else is going to buy me Kevin's roses? And like genuinely, it's not fine. Like if he hurts your feelings, right? And he has no disregard for no disregard. No, if he has no regard for what um for what you value as a person and what you see and what hurts you, that's a problem. It's a risk. Say right on the whole, he'll be mean to me, but he made up for a thing. You guys, I was in this relationship, shame, and this old hey hey hey, he really he did the most. Hey, he did the most. So this whole oh I like a guy who's rich everyone else but me yeah right so he would really just it started off like that way we were we were young guys we were kids and there was like this group chat <laughs> you know those form group chats that have like people from really know. every school yeah just a yeah. so this own right. For example, if like another guy was making right, he would be on some a a don't do that, don't say that, or like if another girl said something, he would really be so defensive, right? And I'd be like, oh, my nice and shining armor, or like he'd really just be excessively rude and it was unnecessary sometimes. And then it got to a point where he would do it to me, right, and say things like, eh. I remember this one time, Dakanzi. Oh, he said, sorry, he said, um, oh, I think you need to up your game because. A lot of your friends are hotter than you, yeah. So you need to, you need to be away, guys. Me, I was like, yo, shit, yo, shit. <laughs> and you really, you really. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And I remember feeling so bad about it. And I was like, wow, so I'm really not, I'm really not it, hey. And he could leave at any moment. And like you would say all these rude comments and stuff, right? And then he would be like, do you want to go watch a movie? I want to take you out or something like that and you'd be like oh he cares oh my gosh he's so sweet right and then you'd really just go uh, go along with it but really but really it's it's not okay it's abusive like, right it's terrible so i think it's it's those things that you have to look up for and be like the moment that he is rude to you he cannot make up for that like a sorry without hey i saw this tweet what did it say an apology without like um action oh, yeah, an apology without like follow up action. It's it's not an apology. It's just an excuse. It's just. I think I actually, I think I actually relate to Jane on to some extent on what you were saying about this, this boy and oh my god, the audacity. Anyways, um, I was gonna say that this one boy once literally told me that he was gaslighting me on purpose, so I would get mad at him, and release him or break up with him. Fine, right? Whatever, right? And then after saying that, he was like, yeah, 
but actually I want you to be happy and I really, really like you. And I'm so sorry that you're sad. <laughs> what? What? No, I'm sorry. I feel like something that needs to dumb. be addressed and acknowledged is like how abusive Zimboys are. Like, I don't understand how you think <laughs> talking to someone like this is normal. Like, who's. Like, I don't get it because, like, where did you get the impression that that's okay? Because it's crazy. Like, <laughs> which one can you read that's so yeah. exactly. Exactly, bro. Like, it's not that text that Jane got. I literally look at it like, is this reality? Because I cannot believe that this is happening. How is that real? Like, how can someone send you a text saying your friends are bad? I wanted to say, um, one of the problems I think with which is another reason why we probably stay with these bad boys. You know, bad boys are different from toxic guys. Why we stay with toxic guys is um, this idea that you can fix him. Mm -hmm. I don't know who needs to hear this. You can't fix him. Don't try to fix him. You are not Bob the Builder. Why should you suffer? Stop it. Like, honestly. Like, why? Mm -hmm. you, you, are not, you are not broken. Why are you trying to fix him? Honestly. I think and it's I, also like a no, and I don't mean in the sense that like he has emotional issues or that kind of thing. But if he's being genuinely abusive towards you, you cannot fix abuse. You're only hurting yourself by staying with an abusive mm. person. And this does not mean that um, victims of abuse are to blame for staying in their relationships. They're not because we do know that abuse um, people who are abused do get attached to their abusers, and it's not their fault. It just means that when if you can leave. And if you can get help to leave, leave. Don't fix him. He I think sometimes it's sometimes like the reasoning behind it is a sense of responsibility. And like obviously I don't speak for everyone, but a lot of the times you feel responsible for this person, or you feel like by staying with this person, you are fulfilling some sort of responsibility, whether it's for them or for someone else. And like it's one of those. You don't want to leave this person by themselves because you can tell this person should not be in the presence of other people. But at the same time, you kind of feel like they don't deserve the emotional turmoil that comes from like being alone as a result of your actions. So you kind of just like stay there and you try to rationalize staying there by gaslighting yourself or minimalizing mm. the abuse that you go through. So, yeah, it's really, it's a tough situation and it's a tough mindset to get through because it also comes from, like, deeply caring about this person irregardless of the way that they treat <laughs> Like, to piggyback on Shungu's point, just, like, you have to learn to care about yourself more and respect yourself more than the next person, than your partner or this person. That, that is so true. Yeah. Like, I found, personally... I had a lot of stuff to work through and therefore I tolerated a lot. And it became this thing of because they tolerate this within me, I should tolerate them because like I'm not doing too well and they're still here. I should still be here when they're doing all of this, even if it's really impacting me and making what I'm going through worse. So yeah, you just, you need to first like be very secure in yourself and learn to love yourself. And when you really learn to love yourself, which is very hard, I guess your standards kind of like 
ascend. <laughs> I don't know what the word. Your standards higher. Your standards higher, and you don't settle for something. You live up to you what you want. Does that make sense? Is that is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, basically. Awesome. I feel like um, abusers can be so manipulative. Like it's so crazy. Um, he can really bring in the whole depression, anxiety, mental health card. Like he can really play that. Yeah. And now you're trapped because you feel bad, and you're like, okay, no. If especially those, if if um, if you break up with me, I'll kill myself. My days, like literally. You, oh my goodness, huh, guys. Yeah. You know, like, I really fear situations like that because it's so insane. I remember we were, I was by Bon Marche, right? And I was buying, I was buying groceries and I was leaving. Then this guy, right? He, <clears throat> he like, he was following me and everything. And then we started, like, I just had to engage because, you know, I just, yeah. And then he, he didn't have his phone. He couldn't hold the phone because he was holding groceries, right? So he put, he asked me to take down his number. So I took down his number. Then he goes, if you don't, if you don't message me, I'll kill myself. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, yeah, that's oh. not, that's not funny. You know, that's that's funny. Funny. now imagine this is someone who is in a relationship with someone and they're saying these things, but then they're also abusive. So now you're stuck in a dilemma where you're like, okay, can I leave? But if I leave, he could hurt himself. But if I stay, he's continuing to hurt me. So you, you sacrifice yourself and you stay because you're like, maybe I can help him. Maybe I can get him through this. Maybe, you know, and all those things that you can't. Honey, you can't. You, you are not a therapist. You're not a psychologist. You are not his therapist. You're not his punching bag. You know, you need to put your own safety first, especially in a situation like that. It's really important. It's really crucial. And like... um. So now you're probably isolated, right? And he's also throwing around these threats. Now you're stuck in like a double dilemma where you're like, oh my goodness, I can't reach out to anyone else because I can't. But there are people you can reach out to. There's organizations that are there for you. You can always reach out. And when you can still see the signs, you'd rather just like make a run for it whilst you still can. Yeah. Like what um, Jane has said makes so much sense because I've had so many multiple conversations with guys where they are complaining about this girl. And I'm like, so leave, right? But then they're like, ah, oh, she told me that um, if, I'm, if I break up with her, she's going to kill herself because she can't live without me. And I'm like, guys, don't, no. d- don't, don't do that. People do not belong to you. You are not, you are not put on this earth to be helping, um, to be making sure that someone, you're not their guardian angel. If they need help, the, if you want to be their savior, if you want to help them, get them the help they actually need. Because if she's talking like that, then she needs to go to like a therapist and stuff. You are not the one who's going to fix those issues. To drop in some like Malcolm and Marie analysis before we leave off, I think something that the relationship dynamic illustrated was that, you know, love is not an exchange. Like um, what Savannah was saying, the whole thing of, oh, he's put up with me so much. I have to, like, you actually don't. Love is a choice. You know, when you choose to love someone, you take their baggage, you take who they are. And that's not on the premise of, you are going to have to take my baggage also. It has to be their choice to take your baggage because, and one thing that Marie really illustrated well was when Malcolm threatened her with that. He was like, I do so much for you. You used to be a drug addict. She really threw that in her face. And she said, no, you put me through a lot. And 
that's fine because I love you and that is enough. And she said that's all, like she didn't say, oh, Malcolm, you need to give me this back. She was like, all you need to do is give me a decent thank you. That's all you literally need to do. I don't need you to put up with my situations or whatever because I love you. I think you need to recognize that it's not because you've given me anything. It's just she did it out of pure. I want to. I am here for you. And you have to be prepared in that situation if someone throws, I put up with all of your stuff. Why don't you put up with my stuff? Dude, you don't have to. Like, that's on period. If you are uncomfortable, you can leave. If you're comfortable with putting up with someone's baggage because you love them, you need to own that. You don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe someone, you know, submission. Yeah. Yeah. And just to end the last thing, as I wanted to say, for someone who feels like they're going to be by themselves, like speaking from a point of view, from like seeing other people being hurt in a toxic relationship, you just need to also remember that like when you do leave then you have a support system behind you. You have your friends. Like I like I know my friends have me, you have your family, you have a support system behind behind you. You're not gonna be by yourself. Because they're not the only person that quote unquote loves you. You know, there are other people there. I just feel like someone needs to hear that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That brings us to the end of our video. Thank you for watching. If you liked it, please like the video. Please share it. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Please subscribe please. to our channel. And yeah. download our podcast. And download our podcast. All on Anchor. This is we said. You can check out Anchor. It will be linked down below. Follow us on our social. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know what it do? You know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>